Hello and welcome back to Chapter by Chapter, a podcast where we recap, review and give you a story beat of games from a variety of genres from a variety of decades. I am your host, Ethan. We are covering Pokemon Red, Blue and Yellow right now. And joining me is our Pokemon expert, Weekon. Uh, yes, I'm here once again to uh, continue our Pokemon journey. Yes, we have been in extensive uh, negotiations with our team of 5,000 lawyers who have been doing lots of extensive typing and business transactions and so on and so on to get you back on for the whole series. Yeah, yeah. after countless negotiations, uh, it's been decided that I'm here until we... Uh, reach the end of the game, so... I'm or die! <laughs> or until one of us <laughs> dies, then the contract will be null and void. Uh, so, we'll jump straight in. Uh, last time, we covered uh, the sort of opening of Pokemon Red, White, and... Not Red, White, and Blue. <laughs> not Red, White, and Blue. <laughs> it's not France! <laughs> no, uh... <laughs> yeah. Not red, red, white, yellow. Yeah. <laughs> That's not even the right order. It's red, blue, and yellow. <laughs> oh, sure, sure. Okay. Yeah. So, last time we covered uh, the sort of the start of the story. Uh, we told you the story that was best. Answer was Bulbasaur. We introduced you to our rival. We covered Route One and the first city, Viridian City. And so now we shall continue in Viridian City, where um, after uh, starting up your game there again, um, you have the choice of going either to Route 2 or to Route 22. Yeah. Uh, um, and now with that, my way of thinking is that two twos are better than one two. So <laughs> I want to go to Route 22. Yes, exactly. So we will... And obviously Route 22 is sort of like a... Route 22 doesn't really have a... It's a one-way route, so obviously we can cover Route 22 quite easily and then just come back and do Route 2. Yes, yeah. yeah. Um, so on Route 22, uh, you go to that route, you go into like the little grasses there, mm -hmm. and you're going to find uh, more... You're going to find more Rattatas, because Rattatas literally everywhere. Yeah. Um, you're going to run into uh, Spearow, which is mm -hmm. just another bird-type Pokemon. Yeah. Um, and you're going to run into uh, Nidoran, male and female. Now, would you recommend any of these Pokemon to be added to your team on any version? Um, now, that brings up the question of which bird Pokemon is better between Pidgey and Spearow. Mm -hmm. Um... And essentially, later in the game, Pidgey becomes stronger, but early in the game, Spearow is faster. Yeah. So it's really if you uh, prefer either speed or attack, mm -hmm. um, which I, I would prefer Pidgey. But um, if you prefer speed, then Spearow is better to have than Pidgey. Yeah. Um, and as for the Nidorans, the Nidorans are definitely worth having, um, especially if you are starting the game with Charmander. Uh, you're gonna want to have a Nidoran on your team um, in order to help you with the first gym. Yeah, 
especially in yellow, where Pikachu is useless against the first gym. Uh, hopefully we'll get to that in this episode, uh, but not promising anything. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, now one thing that's different is in Pokemon Yellow, in this grass, you can find a Mankey. <laughs> and in Pokemon Yellow, if you find Mankey, Mankey's definitely worth having. It's honestly, it's probably a better choice than Eateran, so. <laughs> yeah. Uh, on Route 22, don't we have an optional rival battle? Um, yes, so after playing around in the grass, um, if you walk further down the route, your rival pops up because mm -hmm. he also checked out Route 22. Yeah. Uh, and he fights you again. So this would be your second rival battle. Yeah. Uh, uh, so, uh, second rival battle. Uh, what's Tracy's team looking like now? Um, so now, uh, the only thing that makes it different from the first battle is that he will have a Pidgey and <laughs> his starter Pokemon. Yeah. Um, so this battle is honestly not much different from the first. Uh, he just has two Pokemon, <laughs> but uh, I believe his starter doesn't even have an attack of uh, its type yet, so yeah. it'll still probably just use Scratch all day. Yeah, so, so literally just keep slamming into your rival, and you'll probably win just as long as you keep the health up. Yeah, yeah, and then in Pokemon Yellow, he has a Spearow instead of a Pidgey, but mm -hmm. it's the same thing, so he'll, still, he'll just have Spearow and Eevee. Yeah. And you can just bail on them. If you beat them the first time, you can easily beat them the second time. So. Yeah. Uh, and in regards, speaking of yellow, is there any changes to the Pokemon distribution in yellow? Um, not really. Aside from being able to find a Mankey in Route 22, <laughs> the area is pretty much the same. And would you recommend Mankey if you're playing through Pokemon Yellow? Uh, yes, Mankey is definitely worth having, just because he can definitely cover uh, Pikachu's weaknesses, with Mankey being a fighting type. So it looks like we have our first solid team picker for Yellow, uh, so if you're getting Pikachu, we would definitely recommend you get Mankey. So, is that all for Route 22, or is there anything else you feel like we should mention? Um, now for Route 22, I think, I don't think you should say anything else for right now, and because there's not really anything else you can do, so I think we will leave Route 22 that way, yeah. and we will go back. <laughs> um, and in order to actually continue your journey, you have to take Route 2. Yeah. So we go up through Viridian City to Route 2. Yeah. And, let's see, at Route 2... Um, you're going to be running into uh, more Pidgey and Rattata. Um, but on Route 2 in Pokemon Red, you will be running into Wheel, and in Pokemon Blue, you'll be running into Caterpie, which will be your first bug Pokemon. Yeah. Uh, would you recommend your uh, Caterpie? Um, let me see. Now, when it comes to the bug Pokemon, Honestly, they're kind of hard to recommend. Yeah, it really depends on the how you feel about them. Just yeah. because the, the buff Pokemon are known to be weak, they're generally like the weaker type. 
Um, but they do evolve quickly. Yes, they do evolve faster than other Pokemon. Uh-huh. Um, however, Caterpie and Weedle are... They can be hard to train. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you can... But uh, they do evolve into... Uh, with Weedle evolving into Kakuna and Beedrill, and then Caterpie evolving into Metapod and Curfree, they can be good at early game Pokemon. Yeah. It's just getting them to that point is a challenge. Yeah. Uh, especially when in the early game it is like they evolve at level 10 but like getting them up to level 10 is a challenge in itself yeah yeah that's generally how it is because you know just another uh stable in every pokemon game that there's an early bug type that you can get there's mm-hmm. a tiny little wiggly creature that uh is hard to train yeah but I mean, obviously, go for it if that's sort of you and if that's your play style. Uh, we're never going to advise or make fun of you for going for it. So, just do it if you feel yep. up to it. Uh, is that all for Route 2? Yeah, basically. If you think Caterpie and Weedle are cute, then go ahead and catch them. <laughs> just be wary of Weedle's poison sting because it, it'll, yeah, getting poison sucks, especially early in game. Yeah. Uh, and any changes concerning yellow? Um, no, aside from, uh, neater and male and female being on Route 2, uh, Mm -hmm. yellow is no different. Yeah. Uh, so, if that's all, we enter our first, I suppose you could call it, dungeon of the game, being Viridian Forest. Uh, yes, Viridian Forest, the first, it pretty much is a dungeon. It's just a big forest, but they treat it like a dungeon. Yeah. Um, and so you go into Viridian Forest, and obviously there are going to be Pokemon everywhere, but you're going to be running into uh, more Caterpie and Weedles. Mm-hmm. Um, and you'll be running into uh, Metapod and Kakuna as well mm-hmm. in the Viridian Forest. Yes, uh, those are the evolutions. Um, the, of... Yeah, the evolution of Caterpie and Weedles, so... Yes, so they are the evolutions. Uh, they only know Harden, which makes them even harder to train than their pre-evolution state because they can't attack or anything. Yeah, honestly, it's kind of deceiving because it's really weird that like Caterpie and Weedle know Tackle and Poison Sting respectively, mm-hmm. but if you find a wild Metapod or Kakuna, they only know Harden, so yeah. they can't fight back. Yeah, unfortunately. and I don't know how they got rid of their move before it, but they don't know yeah. it anymore. Uh, yeah, so they can be they can be decent experience, mm-hmm. um, but they're not worth training. They're not worth catching. Yeah, which is a shame because like, if you were able to catch a level six or something metapod uh, that did no tackle and poison sting, that would probably be easier to train up than catching a level two <laughs> Weedile or whatever. Yeah, that would be the way to go if if that was an option, but. Um, however, in red and blue, uh, in the Viridian Forest, you can find a Pikachu. Mm-hmm. He is very hard to find, but you can find one. Yeah. Um, so, if you do find one, you should definitely catch it. It honestly doesn't matter if you need it or not, in which, also, Pikachu is a good choice, because electric types are not very common in red and blue. Yeah. Especially wild ones. Yeah. And, uh... Personally, I would only really recommend Pikachu if you haven't picked Bulbasaur, uh, because Pikachu will be good against the second gym, uh, but Bulbasaur is already good against it, so, but whatever really works for you, obviously if you like Pikachu, Pikachu is the 
mascot of the series, so feel free to catch it if you want to. Yeah, he is the face of Pokemon, so it's almost, it almost feel obligated to catch one. <laughs> uh, concerning uh, trainers, uh, don't we get our first trainers in Viridian Forest? Yes, the Viridian Forest is where you finally get to uh, battle people who are not your rival. So, uh, I believe the first trainer you run into is a bug catcher. Yeah. Uh, so what we'll be doing during this podcast is whenever we come to a new trainer, like a new sort of trainer class, because every Pokemon game has trainer classes, which will be like, okay, there's a trainer and we sort of have like, there's certain Pokemon associated with that trainer class. So bug catchers, as the name suggests, use exclusively bug types. Uh, there's only really, they are quite easy to beat because the only Pokemon they really use are the Weedile and, uh, Caterpie line, which is weak in itself. Uh, they do appear from the early to mid game and they do get access to another bug type later on, which is slightly stronger, but isn't really anything to worry about. Yeah, yeah, so bug catchers are definitely a good early trainer to have because, like you said, they pretty much will always just have Caterpie and Weedle were very easy, so... Yeah. So if you come um, across them, pretty much you'll be able to win against them no matter what. Uh, if you're if you're unable to win against them, we highly recommend you keep listening to this podcast because that means you're a pretty bad player. That <laughs> just means that you are just getting into Pokemon, and we're here to guide you through the whole game, so that way you don't struggle too much. You can just follow our advice, because we are one and a half experts here. Yeah, so, <laughs> one and a half. Who's the half? I just say, well, you said I'm the expert. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, as uh, um, to sort of take from another game to quote from Kingdom Hearts, we're a pint and a half. Oh, a pint and a half. Yeah, yeah. You're two half pints. Yeah, but together we make a pint and a half. Okay, I don't. All right. Yeah. Uh, we're we're not going to talk about Kingdom Hearts, but that doesn't make sense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, um, back to the topic of conversation. Uh, is it just bug catchers in Viridian Forest, and is there any sort of change to the trainers in Viridian in Yellow? Now, in yellow, um, there is some minor changes. Mm-hmm. Um, so in yellow, uh, you cannot find a Pikachu. In fact, your Pikachu in yellow is the only one in the game. Which um, sort of makes it even rarer. Yes. Yeah, in yellow, you cannot find a Pikachu. Mm-hmm. Um, also, just as a note for the future, is that there are some trainers in red and blue who have Pikachus, but in yellow, they do not have them anymore. Yeah. Well, um, that's interesting, and but it's also quite weird, but I suppose it does make sense if your Pikachu is meant to be yeah. the only one, that nobody else really has one. Yeah, it's like in the show. Um, there's only, like, one other person that Ash ever runs into that has a Pikachu. Yeah. I think it's gotten um, better now, but, like, yeah, definitely when I was watching it, it was like, <laughs> I never saw another Pikachu. Um, also in yellow, uh, in the Viridian Forest, uh, there are more trainers because in red and blue there are three, but in yellow there are five. Yeah. Um, and one of them is a lass. Yeah. 
So she is the only other person that is not a bug catcher with a rigid force that you can battle. Yeah, uh, so seeing as we do have a new trainer, even though it's only in yellow, we'll cover the last. Uh, Lass is sort of like your basic trainer. Lass is like the NPC equivalent of a female version of you. Uh, they do use a variety of Pokemon. Uh, they mainly go for like cute Pokemon, and we'll sort of get into what is considered like a cute Pokemon when we get to those types. Uh, but they do sort of, uh, they are quite easy to beat. Uh, so again, not really much of a challenge. Just as long as you have a balanced team, you should be able to deal with a last pretty well. Yeah, yeah, Lass's definitely chew is like cuteness over strength, so yeah. they're they're generally not that tough, and they usually have like basics, yeah. so especially like later in the game, mm-hmm. you won't have much trouble against them. Yeah, it'll be sort of like a learning experience, like, oh yeah, you might have trouble with Lass, but then it'll be like, oh, how predictable. It, yeah, yeah. Um, now, one other thing that and I thought was worth noting that's different in Yellow and the Meridian Forest is that... Um, there is one other Pokemon that you can find in the forest mm-hmm. that you can only find in yellow, mm-hmm. and it's a Pidgeotto. Mm. You can find a underleveled, early evolved Pidgeotto. It'll be like, I don't think it could be higher than level like seven or eight, yeah. but that is a very good Pokemon to have if you do find him. However, I've been told he is harder to find Pikachu, so it's yeah. very likely you will never find him but it can happen. No, I definitely know. I think I've actually encountered him when I played through Yellow. Oh, that's nice. I don't think I ever have, but I don't remember. I've played through Yellow so many times that I can't remember <laughs> a single playthrough, but yeah, I don't uh, remember running into I only played through once. I still haven't finished it to this day, uh, but I think I encountered him like maybe once or twice. <laughs> yeah. But I've um, already but caught... If you do find that Pidgeotto, it is definitely worth catching yes. because it, it he'll level up faster and stronger than Pidgey. Yeah. Uh, Especially but, because Pidgey doesn't evolve until level like 16, I think, and yeah. this Pidgeotto will be like level 7. So. Yeah. Uh, I didn't know that, so I just killed it because obviously as an evolved Pokemon, it would give me more experience and I already had a Pidgey on my team, so. Oh, yes, there's that too. You get a lot of experience if you beat Pidgeotto. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so, we exit Viridian Forest, and then we have, like, five steps of Route 2 on the other side, and then we're in our next major city. Yes, so, you get through the Viridian Forest, you take about five or so steps, and you end up in Pewter City. (laughs) Um, now, Pewter City, uh, is a little bigger than Viridian, it's got a couple buildings, so it's, it's a bit more... Lively here, although there still isn't a whole lot going on. Yeah. Uh, so, in Pewter City, after healing your Pokemon and realizing every town is a Pokemon center, which, as they should. Yeah. Um, uh, free universal health care for all! Yeah, in a perfect world. <laughs> I mean, I say that I'm from the UK, we do have free universal health care, uh, but you're in America and you don't. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, wait, thanks for rubbing it in, but... <laughs> I mean, in your defense, uh, generally the population is sort of neglecting our universal healthcare, so it might not be long until we are in a similar situation to America, but we're not here to talk world politics, we're here to talk about a video game that we hope to find escapism with. 
Yeah, so what we're going to do in Pewter City is that we're going to go to the one place that is worth noting, which is the museum. <laughs> so at the top of Pewter City, there's a big old museum you can go into. You pay a small fee, and you get to look at all like the fossils of fossil Pokemon. Yeah. Because this is where you learn that they exist. Yeah. Uh, fossil Pokemon are sort of a like we'll briefly talk about them. Uh, they're a unique sort of thing in the Pokemon world where it's like you'll find a fossil and you'll have it restored and it'll be like a rock and usually another type alongside being a rock type. Uh, so they are quite interesting because uh, they are unique Pokemon that aren't really found in the wild or anything. And I quite like fossil Pokemon. I try. I say I try and get a fossil Pokemon for every playthrough, but I never do, unfortunately. <laughs> um, yeah, and every game has more fossil Pokemon. I believe every Pokemon game has at least, like, two. Yeah. Uh, um, I think that Sun and Moon were the only ones not to introduce any new fossil Pokemon, but then we got, like, four in Sword and Shield, so I suppose that was making up for it. But we'll get to those when we reach them yeah um so in the museum you learn about uh kabuto uh kabuto and kabutops um amanai namastar um and aerodactyl which are the fossil pokemon yeah yeah uh you'll actually get the kabuto or amanite fossil soon uh it's in the next dungeon which is just past the next route after Pewter City, which we probably won't have time to cover this episode, so we'll get to that next episode. Uh, but I would definitely recommend a fossil Pokemon. Uh, you won't, no matter what sort of starter you choose, as long as it's not Squirtle, a fossil Pokemon will be useful. Yeah, like in my personal experience with fossil Pokemon, I generally pick Kabuto just okay. because I start with Squirtle. Yeah. Because Ammonite's already a water type, so. Yeah. Well, uh, isn't Kabuto yeah, isn't Kabuto a water type as well? But it learns some grass type moves. Was it? I don't remember. No, Maybe. I think it was because <laughs> I think the only rock grass type is Lilip, which is Generation Three. Oh, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I just convinced myself that Kabuto was rock grass. But I think it actually learned. But I think it actually learns more grass type moves than water type moves, actually, because like. So yeah, I think that was why I always thought he was rock grass. Was because it learns were... it learns all of the absorption moves, and then in later generations, it like learns stuff like leaf blade and that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Also, I I always like top. I always like Kabutops. Yeah. Like his side hands, I always thought he was really cool. So. Yeah. And Kabutops is more balanced compared to Amastar, which is sort of like more of a defensive Pokemon. Yeah, and then if you get lucky, you can get Aerodactyl. Aerodactyl's not the easiest thing to get. Yeah. Same uh, question mark. Yeah, but speaking of rock types, uh, in Pewter City you have your first Pokemon gym, uh, and you have your first gym leader, who is a specialist in rock types, so we'll get onto that now. Yes, so when you're done in the museum, you go to the Pewter City Gym, which is the first gym in the game, mm -hmm. um, or the first gym you can go into in the game, um, and you will be going through the gym and working your way up to who's the first gym leader, specializes mm -hmm. in types. 
Uh, are there any gym trainers in Brooks Gym that we should be aware of? Um, yes. Yeah, so in the gym, there is one trainer. Mm -hmm. There's only one who is a junior trainer, mm -hmm. which I guess will classify as a different type of trainer. He's like one of the Boy Scout looking trainers. Like a camper in later sort of games. <laughs> yeah, yeah, essentially. They're like the early versions of like the campers. Yeah. Uh, so. Uh, so, Brock. Brock is a rock-type gym leader. I believe his Pokemon of choice are Geodude and Onyx. Yep, those are his trusty two, so. Uh. And, uh, and essentially this is basically what we were saying about, like, picking your starter is that, like, with Bulbasaur and Squirtle, Geodude and Onyx are no problem, because yeah. you learn a grass-type or water-type move, and Geodude and Onyx... Like, will go down sometimes in one hit. Yeah. Well, I was going to say one hit if your level is high enough. Uh, Geodude definitely will go down in one hit no matter what, as long as you have that water or grass move. But Onyx might take two, depending on your level. But obviously, if you just make sure that your Pokemon can land two hits on Onyx, you've pretty much won the battle. Yeah, yeah. And I also thought it was worth noting that the one trainer that you have to fight in the gym, even though it's a rock type gym, he does not have any rock-type Pokemon. <laughs> he has two Pokemon, and it is Diglett and Sandshrew. So uh, it's pretty deceiving right off the bat. Yeah, but Rock's po Not Rock, Brock. Uh, maybe that's why he's called Brock, because it sounds like Rock. Brock the Rock, yeah. <laughs> well, he has his top off, and he's built like a rock, so... <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, so... Uh, obviously, Brock's Pokemon are rock and ground type, which is sort of why uh, Squirtle and Mulbasaur are so useful against him, because their moves are effective against rock and ground type, so it is four times effectiveness, and it's their own type move, so it's like six times the damage. Uh, so, if you were Brock, what would your team be? Um, what I would do is, essentially, if... Uh staying within the level range that Brock is in the gym, I would probably, instead of Geodude, I would have Rhyhorn, because mm -hmm. I like, I think Rhyhorn's really cool. Yeah. So, because he's, he's definitely like a tankier built Pokemon well, as Geodude, so. Well, it's interesting, because I often consider Rhyhorn as a late, mid, and late game Pokemon, because it doesn't really appear until the end of the mid-game and the start of the late game, and it is generally quite powerful at that point as well, so it's quite it would be quite interesting to see it as a uh, first-gen Pokemon, because it is the same type as Geodude, so yeah, if you had Bulbasaur Squirrel, it would be uh, six times effective against it, but it's like, still, it is sort of, like, intimidating. Yeah, yeah, it would be like, um, yeah, it would still lose, like, Geodude does a little wind die in one hit. And, but I, I like Rockwood as a rock-type Pokemon, so I would definitely pick him. Yeah. Even I, if I had to switch out Onyx instead, like, I, I also like Rockwood. <laughs> yeah. Uh, for me, I would pick Omanite and Kabutops. Is it Kabuto? No, it's Kabuto. Omanite and Kabuto, and I would keep the Onyx, because I think that would be quite an interesting balance team. Yeah, yeah, that would that would be cool. Mm -hmm. It's like, you know, I 
it makes it sound like that was kind of a missed opportunity, although maybe they felt like it was unnecessary, where, like, <laughs> in Peter City, you can go to the museum, and you learn about the, uh, the fossil Pokemon, mm-hmm. and then you go to the gym, and the gym has the fossil Pokemon, so that way you have to, like, see them in action. Yeah. I think that would have been really cool. <laughs> but I feel like it would have been nicer if, like, the junior trailer there had, like, the Geodude and the Onyx Road and the whatever, and then you had the fossil Pokemon on Rock's team. I think that would be, like... I think yeah, that would like be nicer, and it would sort of, like... like a, it's, it's so stupid that he doesn't have a rock type. He yeah. should have Geodude. Yeah. And that, well, it's like, oh, I'm, like, it's like, I'm Brock's disciple. I'll be the next gym leader if he ever goes away. Uh, I'm, like, an expert on rock types. It's like, you don't have a rock type on your team. Yeah, exactly. Huh. Uh, um... Is there anything... Anyway, so once you beat Brock, you get the Boulder Badge. Uh, you also get a TM for beating him, don't you? Yes, so when you beat Brock, you get the TM for Bide. Mm-hmm. Which uh, is a TM that I never found useful. Because yeah. Bide is a movement which your Pokemon like stores up energy. Mm-hmm. And uh, then it releases that energy and hits the opponent with it. Mm-hmm. Um, however, in order to do that, your opponent has to hit you. In order for you to gain energy. Yeah. And I don't like that concept, so I've never considered Bide to be any good. <laughs> well, concerning Bide as a move, like, if a Pokemon uses it, then, like, you'll hit him once, but then when it's like when he's using it, it's like, oh, okay, then I just want to hit him, I'll use, like, a defense boosting move or something during the second turn while he's still building up. Yeah, yeah. And also with Bide, it stores energy for like two to three turns. You don't really have control over that. Mm-hmm. So you kind of just use it and then you just wait until it goes off. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, I just don't like the concept of uh, being able to hit your opponent, but you have to take damage first. Mm-hmm. Because when you're low on HP, it's not useful. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but uh, anything else to mention in Pewter City before we wrap up? Um, no, not really. That's really all they start you off with in Pewter City, so. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, that's it for this episode of Chapter by Chapter. Uh, so we have sort of taken you up to the first gym leader of the region. Uh, next episode we'll be covering what's past Pewter City and that. Uh, we do have a Twitter page, uh, Chapter by Chap 1. Uh, like I said last episode, I don't know who the hell took Chapter by Chap, but I will hunt them down and I will destroy them. <laughs> uh, so, That's the lawyer's job to do that. <laughs> yes, uh, uh, Clements, Clements, go and destroy whoever did that. Yes, thank you, darling. Uh, so... That's the Twitter. Obviously, follow our Twitter for like updates of when the next episode's coming out, what we'll be covering, uh, what game we'll be covering. Uh, working on an email address for the podcast and a Patreon for it. If you subscribe to our Patreon, we're planning to put episodes early there. Uh, won't charge much for it. Uh, please subscribe to that when we have that ready, because I'm a student and I need the money. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we can. You have a YouTube channel that I'm certain you'd like to shamelessly plug here. Uh, yes, my YouTube channel, Chaos Roy, C-H-A-O-S-R-O-Y, uh, where I post various video game uh, videos about stuff that's coming out. I talk about all kinds of games because I like all kinds of games. Yeah. So. 
we yes. like to explore everything. Yes. So who knows? And, maybe uh, you'll be a guest. We're checking out if you love games. <laughs> well, who knows? Maybe you'll be a guest on another sort of series of games that we'll cover. <laughs> oh, we'll see. Yeah. We'll see. I have played a lot, so. Yeah. yeah. And you have a few years on me, so. <laughs> Yeah, and I, I do talk a lot, so, yeah. especially when it comes to games. Yes. Matt, thank you for joining me for the second episode. Uh, I'm looking forward to obviously doing the whole series with you and covering the whole of Pokemon Red, Blue, and Yellow. I had to think about that for a second. That's bad. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, no, this, is, this is a good time. I'm glad to be here. Yes. We're just having a party! But no... Thank you for joining me, and thank you for listening, and we'll see you again next time. Bye!